0: Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode 25 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show. What's going on? 25, quarter century quarter a 100, I think. Yeah, quarter century, 25, 25 episodes. That means next week will be 26. Um, which should be half a year, six months, right? 52 weeks in a year divided by two is 26. I should have done my math before the episode. But here we are. And uh, so just just under six months, I could sit here and talk all about how excited I am that I've made it six months, but then I'll have nothing to talk about next week. So I will digress. And talk about how to enjoy your Sundays. Uh, I think a lot of people struggle with this. When I first brought this idea up to uh, Nat, a couple probably a couple months ago, she was like, well, people in the UK really enjoy their Sundays and they don't have any issues. And maybe some people do. So if you're someone who just absolutely loves every second of your Sunday and you don't struggle with the Sunday scaries or the Sunday blues, which the fact that they have names for them, clearly people do struggle with them, then um, you can omit this episode or you can listen to it and take uh, take some other take some other ideas out of it. I think there's a lot of people that do. I know I certainly have. I had a meeting with an old coworker of mine today and uh, we were kind of reminiscing on a job that we worked together. And, uh... We were both saying the same thing. The, the job, we just, it was overall, we learned a lot from it, but it was just a very difficult job. We didn't like it. It was just to the point where, you know, you'd have horrible anxiety on Sundays. And I think we can all attest to that uh, in some job at some point in our lives. And uh, maybe some of you are there now. So I want to talk a little bit about that today, too, if that's where you're at. But in general, um, for those of you that do, that, uh, do you enjoy your Sundays, congratulations, because that's what Sundays are for. They should be enjoyed. Um, You know, I I think we've gotten to a point for those, for many of us that, uh, and I've seen this a lot with vacations as well. But the from a mental state, from a mental standpoint, it feels like people's weekends are like Thursday night to um, like Sunday morning, Sunday early afternoon, and then basically like your weekend's over mid afternoon because you start thinking about Monday and back to the real world. Whatever that means, I want to talk about that a little bit too. Uh, but it's kind of the same thing on vacations. I've, I've always said if you go on a week-long vacation, the half a week before that vacation and halfway into the vacation is the actual mental vacation where you're happy, you're excited. And the second half of the vacation, you're just miserable because it's over. So this is like a microcosm of that with the weekends. It's not right. Um, it's amazing to th- sit there. And I, I've often, I've certainly had unenjoyable Sundays and sometimes I still do, but I work hard at not having them. And I'll sit there on Sunday night sometimes. I'm like, what's the difference between, it's five o'clock on a Sunday. What's the difference between right now and five o'clock on a Friday? Really? I mean, it's two days during the week. The weather's conceivably the same. I mean, like there's no real difference yet because of external circumstances in my world, I am in a completely different mental state. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, um, five o'clock on a Friday, everyone's so excited. Everyone's loving life. And again, there's some of you that probably work in, um, probably work in, uh, Hospitality that maybe it's a little different, and some of you have to work weekends sometimes. So, this isn't a, a perfect analogy, but I think in general, you get it, right? And, and if Sundays is less relevant than maybe after a weekend, whatever your weekend is, it might be Wednesday and Thursday, and you're back to work Friday, whatever that looks like. But it's just unbelievable how much that impacts people. You, literally, like you're the same person on Friday as you are Sunday, yet for some reason, you're in a worse mood and you're miserable because of nothing. In particular, that's happened, right? If something happens, of course. Right? If nothing happens, why you in such a different state? And that's one thing I've talked about this in this podcast before. But one of my real focuses on self development is just kind of flattening the flattening the curve a little bit in life. And uh, a big thing I'm going to have more to come on this stuff, guys. I talked about reality transurfing. I did an interview on reality transurfing, and uh, I am like deep into that book right now. It's an encyclopedia and god there is it's it's unbelievable what what this guy's preaching and how energy works and how you can really um choose your life but one of the important things is the before you can choose anything before you can create anything in your life you need to understand how to how to decrease importance of things and uh where where that starts is just being able to be indifferent and uh being indifferent means it's like He had such a great analogy. It's like walking into a museum and seeing a piece of art you don't like. And instead of throwing a temper tantrum and saying, this art sucks, what the hell's wrong with you? This is, I mean, it's kind of funny, like throwing an absolute hissy fit because you don't like the art. You just get up and walk into the next room. Well, that's really how life is when when things go on in our life and things develop in our life. And it's, we, we have the opportunity to just go into the next room. So something comes up and I'm getting a little off track here, but I think it's, it's still useful. It's, it's just the idea that you can be indifferent to stuff, right? Just because you're in a room with art you don't like doesn't mean you need to get pissed off. You just ignore it and go on to the next thing. You don't let it bother you. And the ability to be indifferent is a really a fundamental, and indifferent isn't, I think when we hear the word indifferent, we think we're just lifeless and miserable, but it's not. It's just um, kind of, in a sense, choosing our battles on life, but more importantly, just kind of going with the flow and not letting stuff push us off. I mean, we don't need to get so excited. Oh my God, it's a Friday. It's unbelievable. Because I think part of what leads into a tough weekend is the way we start the weekend. (laughs) it's a Friday. This is unbelievable. You know, you get so high and it's natural that you're going to come down and then you're going to come up again. And it's so the, the, the person that can find, um, equilibrium and kind of that flat line is, I think in pretty good shape because, um, to me, if you're indifferent and that allows you to just be generally happy, that's great. I'd rather be generally happy than kind of artificially ecstatic A couple days a week and then miserable a couple days a week, and then kind of has somewhere in between. I'd rather just be consistently um, positive about life and happy about life. And, uh, that's, that's really what this reality transurfing thing preaches. And uh, I'm I'm going to, I'm figuring out the best. It's so esoteric. And so for those of you that aren't familiar with the word esoteric, I certainly wasn't, it's just very, very difficult to interpret, really hard to read it, the guy's book. I mean, this is literally an encyclopedia. It's a massive book. You can look it up online and it was written in Russian and they translated it to English, but it's not a perfect translation. So it's like, it's really hard to read. Um, but God, it's just, it's just full of juice. Uh, yeah, so, uh, today I wanted to kind of go twofold here. I wanted to talk. I've done this in an initial podcast, and I I thought it was pretty cool, so uh, I want to focus on the action here around how to enjoy your weekend. I think I've given you all the reasons why um, you should enjoy your Sundays and why it's ridiculous that you don't, uh, but that doesn't help you, right? Uh, And that's kind of the the premise of this whole podcast is, okay, great. Um, We all know we need to find our why. We all know that we should enjoy our Sundays. How do we do that? And today, that's really the focus, and I'm going to approach it from two prongs. The first one is, let's take a more proactive approach. Uh, here's things we can do before we get to a point where it's Sunday at five or six o'clock and we're like, oh my God, I have to work. I have to go back to the real world. And you just get the, the, the good old Sunday scaries, the Sunday blues. Um, yeah, let's start proactively. And I think I kind of started talking about this is, um, if you're, I'm in my early thirties. I think I have people that listen to this that are 70 and I probably have people that listen to this that are maybe in their teens or their early twenties and we're all at different points in our life. But one thing's for sure. If you're at a point where your life or your job or whatever it is, and we'll talk more about that from an action standpoint, but if you're at a point where like the weekend to you is just, Oh my God, I just want to forget everything and drink and just not think about anything else. And like, I think that's a massive, if that's how you're starting, it's a Friday night and it's not to say you shouldn't enjoy your Friday nights. Um, But the fact that people just let it rip on the weekends, party their ass off, drink crazy amounts of alcohol, go crazy, eat just insanely unhealthy foods, um, and just basically just like you're like a pent-up bomb that explodes on a Friday night. If you can't step back and look at that and realize how you're just setting yourself up for disaster on a Sunday night, um, then you're an idiot, quite frankly. You're a moron. And, uh, I don't think you guys are morons or idiots. So, um, wake up. I think, uh, now for me, I definitely, we have desserts on the weekend. We try and do home nay. We're not always perfect. We definitely eat out. Uh, it's by no means that I like, and I definitely tighten it up more during the week than on the weekend. And it's nice to have a weekend and have a couple of days off. So I, I don't want to like take anything away from that. But I think uh, I get talking more and more about this with Nat is, is, is the idea of uh fine, And I've talked about this here and I've talked about this on my weekly tip, um, which I will get back to, by the way, for you guys that have waiting for my, my weekly tip. I'm just, I'm really doing a lot of soul searching on this whole thing and figuring out, um, how this all works for me and you and how I do it in a way that, um, allows me to scale and, um, continue to offer value. But anyway, um, the, the idea of flexibility is that you're, it's like picture going down a river and on one side of the river is one bank. And on the other side of the river is another bank. And one bank is chaos. And one bank is rigidity and rigidity is, um, I'm a, I do keto only. I don't drink. I don't do anything. I, I work out seven days a week. No matter what I get up at the exact same time every day. Um, nope, sorry. I can't go out and do this with you cause I need to eat, you know, cause you miss a lot on rigidity. It's, it's self, self-discipline gone crazy. Uh, And then chaos is the other side. It's just it's it's chaotic, right? I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. Uh, I'll work out for three days and I won't work out again. And then I'll you know. And so the goal is finding finding flexibility. So to me, if you're that person that pents up all week, um, maybe rigid, maybe not. But you pent up all week and you blow up on Friday night and you go crazy all week and that's chaotic. That's not flexible, right? You're you're just going in one direction. You're just hitting one bank constantly. You're not moving down the river. You're just hitting one bank and sitting on one bank. And you got to right the ship and get to that point where you can be flexible and kind of wind down the river. And uh, I think drinking is a big part of that. And I want to talk a little bit more about drinking here because drinking, and I'm not, again, I'm not going in the science band. We all know it's a depressant. And we all know that if you drink a bunch of booze, you feel like shit the next day. I learned the term uh, when I moved to Dubai, all my British friends started to call it the the fear, beer fear. But it's true. You get the fear the next day. And if you get shit-faced on a Saturday night or you drink all day Friday, you drink all day Saturday, and even if you drink something, like eventually it's going to catch up with you and you're going to be depressed, whether you have um, the greatest if everything's perfect in your life and you still get really, really drunk, that 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 fear is going to come. That depression is going to come. You're going to feel bad. You're making yourself feel bad. And that's okay sometimes. Like I still enjoy myself and have a couple of drinks, but you just got to be very aware, very aware the next day that you feel like shit because not because your life sucks or not in if you need to make better life decisions. Well, again, we'll talk about that. But it, drinking is a depressant. If you drink and you, especially if you overdo it, you're going to feel depressed the next day. So accept that if you get hammered, on a Saturday night, you're going to wake up Sunday and you're not going to feel good. And then you're going to start to confuse that feeling with, with oh, my life sucks or, my God, I can't believe I have to work tomorrow or whatever it is. So if you're going to drink, know that. There's no avoiding of that. That's just the way it is. Know, that you're, know what you're getting yourself into and uh, manage it. Be flexible in it. Don't be chaotic. Very hard to do. It's very hard to only have a couple of drinks because if you had a couple of drinks, then you have more. I gave up drinking for almost a year. Uh, and I still drink sometimes now and I've had a couple of rough nights here and again, but not, nothing, nothing like I used to. But for the most part, uh, I try and my rule is, um, which has really worked well for me is I, I, I have drinks before dinner. For example, if I'm going to hang out during the weekend, I'll have maybe one or two drinks, get it, catch a nice buzz and then eat. And then I think I've always found in my life, I get myself into trouble when I drink after dinner because the thing is you have those couple of drinks. You have dinner and it kind of soaks it all up. You feel good. Then you're kind of tired and then you kind of whatever, pass out or whatever when you start. If you you push through dinner and that kind of tired feeling by drinking, then yeah, you're in for a hell of a, a night. At least I am. So try and manage the drinking. If you want to enjoy your Sunday nights, manage your weekend better. Stop drinking so much. Uh, accomplish something during the weekend. Again, I don't think that you need to be Mr. Rigid and on that side of the bank and just constantly do this, do. It. But you should. this isn't weekends aren't just a free for all. They're not just a, oh my god. If your life is that bad during the week that you need it to be a free for all, then that's a problem, and we'll talk about that in a second. But in general, accomplish something. Try and exercise at least one day, maybe two days. Try and. Um, read a book try and work on uh, a special project maybe not work per se but work on a special project spend a um, spend a couple minutes I, I've always found this helpful on a Sunday night or a Sunday afternoon spending some times planning out my week it just kind of helps me get a get a grasp on what's going on and it. it's it's amazing how many times when you look at your week um, holistically on a Sunday night how many how many um, how many barriers or um Things you can avoid by looking at the big picture. So for example, oh, I have a presentation on Thursday. For that presentation, I need to complete this deck. And in order to complete this deck, I need to reach out to so-and-so. So then on my Monday to-do list, it's reach out to so-and-so. Whereas you don't do that and all of a sudden it's Wednesday night. You have a presentation Thursday and you're like, oh, shit. Um, it's too late and you, you're running around and you turn into chaos. So the ability to kind of really look at your week uh, going into the week can be incredibly – it is, not can be. It's, it's incredibly useful. Uh, but accomplish something is uh, f- find out what that means to you. But if you have a weekend and you don't get hammered the whole time and you feel like you've accomplished some stuff on a Sunday night, you're going to feel good about yourself. You're not going to be. I mean, a big part of I think why we feel bad about Sunday night oftentimes is when we just screw away our whole weekend, right? I mean the worst vacation I ever had, um, not the – but like the worst feeling I ever had after a vacation and this again correlates to the weekend thing was when I just drank the – that's why I stopped drinking for a year. I went to Disney with my family. Incredible vacation but I got hammered. I mean blacked out drunk. Start, it was like every night I, you know, I'd drink. I'd sleep until like 11, wake up, feeling like incredible like anxiety from drinking the night before, feeling like crap take a go to the steam room relax try and get it out of my system drink a bunch of water have a green smoothie and then at two three o'clock i'd start drinking again it'd be the same thing and by the end of the trip it was like holy shit i feel like i need to go to an insane asylum um and the biggest reason for that is because i i should have been spending time with my family i should have been accomplishing things when i go on vacation and you when you work out on a vacation you feel incredible when you get up and work out on a sunday you feel incredible so take advantage of that time to do stuff do stuff that you know you like that's the other thing. Do stuff that you know you like. I think so many times we know we like things. We know we feel good when we read a book. We know we feel good when we eat healthy. We know we feel good when we work out. We know we feel good when we get up early. Yet it's the weekend, so we think we don't do any of those things. We sit on our phone for hours or we go out and drink all day or we waste time doing other things. Um, and so really accomplishing something during the weekend um, is, is a massive way to, to feel accomplished about yourself and feel good. Uh, on Sunday nights, one of the things that I was talking to Nat about this week that I want to start doing, it's hard now we, we do have grills here, but one of the things we got in the habit of, but I really enjoyed, um, was when we were in California was, uh, barbecuing grilling out on Sunday night, Sunday's always the end of the weekend. And you want to like kind of eat crap. But then if you eat a really shitty dinner Sunday, you, you feel it Monday morning, you want to get up and start your week and you kind of feel like, uh, and for us a really good balance is grilling out we don't grill out a lot it's the ability to go out and grill a burger or uh, sausage or whatever it is and eat that you can still make it healthy um, you're grilling food you can still make it relatively healthy you can have good sides. but it's something you really look forward to it's it's more than just cooking salmon in the oven on a Sunday night you know you're, you can sit outside you can grill and again sometimes the weather is different for different people um, but find what works for you maybe if you're in somewhere cold you make a nice soup every Sunday night you make a nice stew I know some people like their roast um, but, but have a routine that you look forward to on Sunday night. We have uh, Friday night, we have our nachos and it's actually got to that point where it's hard because it's like two, three o'clock on Friday, all you're thinking about is can't wait for nachos and so you want to cultivate that same sort of thing on a Sunday night so it's like you have something to look forward to when we talked about being grateful, that was a big thing when being grateful. It wasn't just being grateful for things I have or thing, but th- things you can look forward to. So the ability to have that, and after you have your Sunday night routine, your Sunday night mail, whatever it is, um, go to bed early, and that doesn't mean you might not fall asleep right away, but go to bed early and read a book. If you can be in bed by, and this it, is different for us, we don't have kids, we don't have whatever, so we try, I like to be in bed by, some nights I'll be in bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock, we don't fall asleep then, but we'll hang out, we'll relax, um, read, but you just, again, you wind down from your weekend versus... Um, going to bed at 9 o'clock, trying to force yourself to go to sleep, thinking about how many hours of sleep you're not going to get. And some nights I don't fall asleep till 10 o'clock. And um, that's okay. I think that's been another thing that I've really noticed, which I didn't anticipate talking about this, but this is a good point, is um, I used to count... Sunday night, I need to sleep. I need to sleep. At the end of the day too, I think part of it is when you start, if you're going to, you know, when you start your new week Monday, um, pick a time whatever you're going to get up. I normally get up at five and just get up at that time. And um, you always have enough energy to do that. And normally if I struggle, I don't, I used to beat myself up on Sunday night. If I'm falling asleep at the right time, what the hell's wrong with me? I need to be sleeping. Uh, and now I don't, it is what it is. I fall asleep and I fall asleep. I still get up the same time and I just more tired Monday night. I sleep better Monday night. That's just a small little tidbit there. Go to bed early, read a book, find a book. It's so hard to start reading. We all know reading is good for us. We all know we enjoy it. Even if you're not into self-development, there's some great books out there that you can read that are really interesting. And the difference between sitting in book, uh, sitting in book, sitting in bed and reading a book and sitting on, um, sitting on your couch watching TV till 10, 11 o'clock is significantly different in terms of how our mental state can, uh, feels. So it's hard. I think with reading a book, you gotta just like take a jump, that makes sense. You're sitting there, you're on your cell phone. You're, you know, I should read, I should read. At some point you just got to be like, all right, put my cell phone down. I'm going to read for 15 minutes and see how I feel. And within those 15 minutes, you're going to get hooked and you're going to feel like whatever it is, but it's hard to start. Reading's a hard thing to start at night because you just keep putting other things in front of it. So those are some proactive proactive things to really help uh, manage your weekend. Now I want to talk a little bit about reactive and reactive is I didn't do anything you told me to do uh, or they didn't work. And now I feel like shit on a Sunday night. So there's really two things. The first one is uh, simple. I've talked about this in a podcast before, but it's focus on the uh, positives in life. Be grateful. I'm not going to rehash the entire podcast I did. You can go listen to it on ways to be grateful, ways to look forward. But at the end of the day, there's a couple of things that you need to consider when it comes to being grateful. It's really hard to do. People just think... um, oh, I just need to think about positive things or things I'm grateful for. It's really hard to do. It's like when you're sitting there trying to meditate and your mind keeps going crazy and it keeps jumping all over the place, being grateful is the exact same thing. And I can say this um, with conviction because I've started to, I listened to a podcast uh, actually recommended by one of my friends, Uh, That's been on this podcast, Lucio Perina. He uh, put something up about Andy Frisella. This guy, Andy Frisella, does 15 minute podcasts. One of them was about happiness. And one of the things he brought up, he said, uh, For me, his gratefulness routine is every time he brushes his teeth, he focuses on being grateful. So it's what what a great way to do it. Because I used to just sit there and try and mind fuck myself when I was brushing my teeth. I just put on like a YouTube on my cell phone or try and do anything to distract myself. And now it's just I focus during that time on things I'm grateful for. It's really hard. It's really hard. Trying to think about all the different things that are. Uh, I'm grateful for my parents. Okay, you just say it, and that you don't feel it. But I'll tell you what: the more I do it, and it's been about a week now, you start—you really do feel good afterwards. You really do. Afterwards, you just feel that small sense of peace, and I can see that'll cultivate. But my, my mind goes crazy. It's again, it's just like meditating. You're sitting there, and I'm like, I need to be focused on what I'm grateful for, and I'm thinking about what I had for lunch three weeks ago. Um. But that's a key that's a choice when you're sitting there and you're feeling down what you're thinking about is negative things in your life and that's a choice. And as hard as it is to admit, you can just choose, again, reality transfer. is like, you're just, you're focusing on things that are bad when you could focus on things that are good. That is a choice. It's really hard. It's much harder to focus on things that are good. Our brains are wired to focus on the negatives, to focus on, here's the risks. Here's the things that we should be worried about. Here's the things we need to watch out for. Here's the, you know, here's the saber-toothed tiger waiting outside for us. Let's be very weary and let's make sure that we're constantly vigilant. Uh, That's that's how our brains are wired. But really, we have the ability to rewire them. I've talked about um, active meditation you guys know about that, the ability to focus on positives. That's a choice. Um, Probably not going to be super helpful the first time you do it. uh, But if you're serious about feeling better in life or on Sunday nights or on Sunday nights or in life generally, then you're going to need to start finding ways to, to steer away from negatives. There's always negative things you can think about. It's funny when I, like, everything's going well in life, you find your sit back and watch your brain and I'll start looking, all right, what, what is it that I need to worry about? What, what is it that I need to prepare for? It's unbelievable. The next question is if you're feeling down, this is the second part, what's actually wrong with you? Like genuinely, what's wrong? What are you feeling down about? Is it your job? Is it something you did this weekend? Is it a person? Like again, hard to do because we're lazy. You're going to say, what's wrong? And you're going to, I don't know, it's whatever. And you're going to blow it off. Well, then you don't deserve to feel better. If you're not willing to work, then you don't deserve to feel better. Uh, The majority of people don't lead a happy life. I mean, it's hard to say, but it's true. Most people don't lead a happy life. They don't lead a peaceful life. So what that tells you is it's hard to do because if it was easy to do, everyone would do it. So if you're serious, if you're serious about living a better life then you need to do some work and you need to die. You need to cut through the bullshit. And that's a big thing when you start feeling down and this goes for any time, but Sunday nights, if you're feeling down, what's wrong. And if what keeps resonating is, Oh, I just, oh, it's back to the real world tomorrow. What back to the real world, back to my job. I'm worried about my job. Then what is your real world, this real world that you're so worried about? What is it? And how could it be better? I mean, what, what's in, it could be that like, I've said so much, like, If you're drinking and you feel like shit, if you have a great life, fine. But maybe you feel like shit because you really don't have a great life during the week and your real world isn't ideal. Um, So the very best thing you can do, if that's you in that situation, is take some time and think about what is it that I'm most worried about tomorrow? What is it that I'm most worried about this week? And it could be I blew my whole weekend again drinking or doing stuff I didn't want to do. Or it could be, I have to do this, this, and this this week, and I don't want to do this. At the end of the day, here's what I'm going to call bullshit, is people like feeling accomplished. So as bad as Monday might be, if you go in and you knock Monday out of the park by nine, ten o'clock in the morning, or if you get up early and you work out and you do a couple of things, you feel great Monday. You feel great mon- just as great Monday as you do on a Friday night. If you absolutely crush a Monday or a Tuesday or any day of the week, you feel good. So the idea that like, oh my God, I have so much work to do tomorrow. I don't, I think that's bullshit. I do. I think it's just an excuse. I, I, I think there's other things at play because at, at the end of the day, I found myself a couple times when I really have a busy week, I hit it Sunday night. I I, get, and I don't work for hours, but I spend time. I get ready for the week. I get organized and I get excited. I put things in my week that aren't just Working for the guy, right? Working for my company that doesn't that might not always bring me forward. And I, it's all I mean. Trust me, my company gets eighty percent of my eighty percent of my working hours during the week. You know, um, uh, uh, they get a hundred percent of their working hours and then some often. Um, so there's no there's no doubt here that um, you shouldn't do that. But I put stuff in for me during the week. I do my podcast during the week um, at night sometimes, early in the morning uh, sometimes. Doing them, but like I put stuff in that excites me. And so the 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 idea that we don't, we're miserable Sunday night because we have to work hard during the week. I don't think that's true. And, and if that's true, I just think you're confused. And that's what I'm saying, really focus on what's actually wrong. Because I don't think people listening to this podcast really hate to work hard that much. I don't. And I don't think things are, and I think we all know things aren't nearly as bad. It's just, you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. And this isn't, the only thing to be worried about is worry itself. But anyway, you get, you get this whole list here. uh, or this whole mental list of uh, what's your real world and how could it be better. And pick one thing that, you know, could be better right now um, for the coming week or over the weekend and pick one thing to improve your real world next week and do it. So maybe it's, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed Monday because I should have done a bunch of work on Friday, you know, I should have closed out my week Friday and I didn't. So now so now I have to do all this Monday morning. Well, make yourself a promise next week that on Friday you're going to close out half the stuff and leave the rest for Monday. If it's, well, I don't want to drink. You know, I drank my weekend away and I feel like shit for whatever re- reason that is. Well, the next weekend, make yourself a promise that you're going to drink half as much or you're going to do something different. And when Friday and write, write it down. And when Friday night comes, stick to it because you damn well bet if you can sit there on a Sunday night and you can pick one thing that you want to improve and you execute on it that week, you will not be in the same mindset the next Sunday night. Cause what you'll have done is start to build trust with yourself. you start to build that level of discipline where, where, you know, wow, I can improve my life. If I say, I, if I, if I look at something, and I don't like it. And I say, I'm going to change it and I do it. It actually, I actually do it. And when you start to see yourself do that, All of a sudden, Sunday night gets a lot better because next Sunday, you're going to say, well, what can I improve this week? And your mindset shifts. All these things are very doable. Every single one of them. And if you were to do half of the stuff I talked about here, just a half of it, a quarter of it, if you were to do 10% of it, you would be much happier. Your life would be better and you would enjoy your Sunday nights a lot more. Hope this was helpful, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com, and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've they've come to find success in their life, let me know. Uh, You can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.